everybody, and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time, where we're going to be talking about the Atiye episode five of season one, which was a big tonal change from what's been happening previously. And uh, I'm confused, but <laughs> that's why I have friends I can talk about it with. So I'm very excited about that. I am not drinking any tea, but I did just make some Danish oat cookies that are the shit. And I'm very excited about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds good. What What's the recipe? It's like, like what goes in them butter, oats, sugar, um, wheat germ, which you toast okay. and then vanilla. Is that the same thing you put in like kibis? What's that? Oh, it's like an, I don't know. Is that only here a thing here? It's like these Zeppelin shaped, um, like fried meatballs from the Middle East. Oh, well, that sounds probably Lebanese. Zeppelin shaped. Um, I don't know. They're like, yeah, they're like, I don't know how else to explain it. (laughs) I will send a picture for reference. But basically you have to put wheat on the edge. So they're crunchy. Okay. It's probably the same thing. Let me just send you the link to what they look like. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What's it looked like you Go were ahead. having a snack. Simply. What are you having? I am having grapefruit juice. That sounds good. Yeah, I love grapefruit juice. So the kibbe body type test. Oh, this is a this is kind of a scary uh scary search results here. Yeah, like, I did not <laughs> mean that. Google. <laughs> Wait, help. what? It's no, 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 no. Just, just click the link I just I sent did. you. I did. Oh, and this the is a, first this five is a... things that come up are a weird body type thing. Okay, but okay. But the food, I've the got... food is kofte. We have it in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey too. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely not what I what I no, sent you. No, further in, down is in, what you meant, and it looks delicious. And the Colombian thing, it's all. Kibis, like oh, the food. In the U.S. It's not sexy ladies. Weird, weird <laughs> oh, ladies. No. <laughs> well, that's very scary. I'm very sorry about that. This reminds me of the time now. I have to. I have to tell this story. This is a tangent. Uh, when I was like in the second grade or first grade, um, early days of like Google and the internet, um, I had to do like, and we had like a in my elementary school, we had like a technology unit that we had to do in I think English class and so we had to like write a report using what we what we were able to find pictures and facts about a topic on the web so my topic was huskies like the the dog breed I don't know I, I, I probably picked it I don't remember how I got assigned that but I was like sitting at our computer at home and I was like mom we need to like I, I don't know how to do this. Like, we need to find stuff about huskies. <laughs> and then she, like, went and typed husky. The first link that came up was huskyhunks.com. Oh, no. And it was porn. Oh, no. <laughs> that was my introduction to the internet. Oh, so. no. I mean, it's especially still... back, like, oh, my God. when we were that young, the internet was, like, 99% porn, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like it was. <laughs> it was. I mean, to think that that was the first result, not like Wikipedia or something crazy. <laughs> we didn't know yeah, what that was. I Googled, my, I Googled my brother's name and also porn came up. Oh, no. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yes, just goes to show the horribleness of the internet. <laughs> and even today, we have, we have remnants like uh, this 
Quebec turning up sexy lady pictures. Yeah, like, don't Google this, listeners. It's first weird. Half of those, yeah, you know, no one needs to remember early 2000s internet for doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you have like um a Col- like Google Columbia because it came up perfectly Clean. like fine for me. PG or G even. I just want to like screenshot it so you believe me because now <laughs> I'm very embarrassed. You know your dirty mind, Sophia. Dirty mind. <laughs> You take a charming section about tea drinking and turn it into porn. <laughs> hey, at least we've upheld the tradition of talking about anything other than tea. Yes, it's true. Tea segment. Still going strong. <laughs> yes. I have no liquids. I have nothing to add. I told my porn story. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that was that was that was that. Uh, so now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this crazy, psychotic episode. So last episode, um, Atiyah's grandmother just randomly died um, <laughs> after like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to me, it was a random death. I don't know if, if that's just my impression. Fair. I but, think that's fair. <laughs> um, I mean, she died kind of suddenly. Anyway, so um, as she was, like, she died and then, like, a cave opened and Atiyah walked in and then it magically closed. So that's where we're at when this episode begins. And Atiyah is, like, pretty desperate to be stuck in this cave and, like, freaking out a little bit. Um. And we don't know how many hours she's been stuck in this cave. I'm assuming like by the start of the episode, maybe like two or three hours or four. She's not looking good. We can just say that. She's looking a yeah. little desperate. Yeah, that's for sure. But I'm. it's not clear to me yeah. how long she's been in that cave. So anyway, then um, Zainab, I guess, is like through her head is going everything that happened with Ozan um, in the previous episode. But she's just in her underwear and some robe in her house and her dad comes knocking i don't know if ozan is still in her house i like got that impression but probably not but that's yeah he is he like peeks out from the doorway of the bedroom and she like shrugs at him like oh what's going on (laughs) (laughs) wow um i cannot stop being surprised by that development um, so it's her dad and he's like, well, uh, your sister's lost in Nemrut, like get dressed and let's go now. Um, which I mean, they could have made a thing out of Ozan, like awkwardly trying to leave the apartment, like while she's trying to get ready or something, but I guess they missed a chance anyway, <laughs> that was not the, t- the yeah, they definitely for weren't episode. going for funny this episode. <laughs> So it turns out that Atiyah is lost in Nemrut and apparently like there's helicopters looking for her. There's men like digging everywhere because I guess um, Erhan told them that there's a cave or something. And so they're like trying to figure out where she is. But the police chief or whatever tells Ozan like, well, you know, I mean, Erhan, Sorry, I can't with those two names. They're the same <laughs> name in my head. <laughs> anyway, so Erhan 
um the police guy is like well you know there's a dead body there's a missing woman like you're definitely a person of interest i'm not gonna be able to let you just roam freely um so they take him to get interrogated and then um of course as soon as ozan sees erhan he like lunges at him but we could have a whole section about who we think would win this fight i think it's very clear in my head who would win this fight anyway though you can leave that for later so um Atiyah's whole family is here and they're, you know, extremely upset and worried about her. She's nowhere to be found. No one knows where she is. Everyone's like, what did you do to her, Erhan? Like, you're the worst. Like, you probably tricked her and like, who knows what you did to her. Um, And Erhan is like clearly also extremely upset. And everyone's like, you did something to her. And then he's like, no, I like somebody broke into her camp. I was fighting them off. And then when I came back, uh, Zuhre was dead and Atiyah was nowhere to be found. So then I don't know why he knows about the cave. I have a question regarding that. Maybe I missed something in the episode. Sammy's laughing, so I feel like it's something that I missed. I don't know, but I just find your <laughs> summaries of you saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad about that. That makes me happy. Um, so... Of course, um, Ozan is putting his tough guy image on, which no one believes for a second. And like the camera is focusing on this stone, which is where she went into the cave um, for dramatic effect, I guess. Um, And so we see Atiyah, she's like curled up in the cave. She's very um, upset. She um, is seeing some like things in the cave. She sees like a sh- there's a shadow like of a woman walking through. She also very luckily has a flashlight, um, which I guess is left over from her night creeping and following her grandma. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wrote that down. I don't remember when the flashlight materialized. <laughs> That's that one we'll, of we'll my what the, the fucks, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it was also. Although I mean, we have to also think like we believe we're we're along the along for the ride with all the shit that happens in the cave that she sees and like her whatever status she is now but like the flashlight's unbelievable i mean i think we can't afford we can afford to calm down about it (laughs) yeah i mean i think it would make a lot of sense if she had a flashlight when she left the tent at night to look for her grandma and was like following her around like that would make sense um so yeah that that's what i realized after but i did question it at the time so um, Ati is very distressed in the cave. She's like trying to find a way out. And then her mom uh, goes to see her grandmother and like kind of to say goodbye. And, you know, we, we finally see her mother kind of having an emotional moment, having an emotional reaction to her mother's death um, and being sad, but also kind of saying all those things that she wished she had said before. Um, I can't remember exactly what she says, but I know that it's like a catharsis moment and like a getting together moment and stuff. I don't know if there's anything worth like remarking about what she says, if you guys want to say anything, because I can't really remember much about what she said. No, I think she's just sad about her mom and maybe feels bad for how she's treated Atia, but that was unclear to me. Yeah, I think she felt like regret that she like hated her mother so much or something. Cause then she's like yeah. crying out for her mother. 
but at least now we understand her more and we can hate her slightly less. So Atiye um, is still in the cave. She's like digging for some stuff. What is this scene? I don't remember. There are so many cave scenes and like nothing really important happens. She's like trying to take some stones off and moving them to see if there's a way out, um, which there's not. Because then the episode would be really short, I guess. <laughs> um, so then Erhan is is trapped, like he's being questioned, and he's like really not cooperating. So they like um, cuff him up, and he he tells them like, I mean, you need some dogs, you need some people to start digging. Like, there's a cave. She went into the cave and. Still, I don't know how he knows about the cave because by the time he got he, he got there, Atiyah was not there. Or maybe he saw her walking. I can't remember, but I don't think he saw her. So then Atiyah is still trying to find a way out of that cave. Um, the visions have not arrived as of yet, but she does see like a very scary kind of hooded woman in the cave. And then everyone's like upset and they start digging up and they start they have these dogs and Jansu is very very upset which I did not understand at first but we will hear in a minute so then the dog smells like where he thinks Atiye is and uh, um, Ozan is like no I must dig that was so dumb I can't even with that with him grabbing the pickaxe thing Wait, were you going to say something else? I interrupt. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I just said we should have put the pickaxe through his head. Just something very calm and uh, reasonable. Just me. Just me and my murderous commentary. It might be time yeah. to take out my catchphrase now. <laughs> uh, very not reasonable. Not what he did to her. I've seen the visions. I, I think it's entirely oh, worth God. it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll get there. And I have all the hot takes regarding that. I oh, my God. We'll and also there. trigger we'll warning there. to any of our listeners because this is an episode that has um, scenes of sexual violence, which I guess Netflix wasn't doing trigger warnings back then. But trigger warnings. do they do they do those now? Do they do those on other shows? They do it for Thirteen Reasons Why. Like they have okay, but that show that entire show is a trigger. Like there's nothing about that show that isn't triggering. Um, and I watched this show on Apple called Physical and they do trigger warnings for like eating disorder stuff. Uh, but yeah. I, I guess they they pick and choose because I've seen some shows with their where there are trigger warnings and then somewhere there aren't. It would be nice if they did though. I mean, I don't think anyone should be um cuz this was quite a little surprise, yes. wasn't it? I even though I've seen it, I forgot. Yeah. So yeah, it's appropriate. Yeah. It was very surprising. I think a trigger warning would have been well placed um, there. So it's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like in, in, in his own dad way. Um, and he's like, I can't live without Atie, which we can discuss later the scene because I have a lot of thoughts also. Um, and the dad's like, I can't live without her either. So I guess now we're trying to, we're getting to the point of understanding that the dad needs to use Atia for something, which we don't know for what. Um, but definitely the dad, like Atia is a tool for them somehow. So they bring this guy with this machine where they det- he detects a hollow space and everyone's like freaking out. And the mother is like having a fit. 
and Ati is having a fit in the cave and there's this woman with red hair that comes to talk to her and says all these kind of existential slash bullshit things. I mean, honestly, I dislike this person very much and we, I will save my thoughts once again, but I am very <laughs> um, upset. And basically kind of the whole point of Atiyah journey of self-discovery, which Again, question mark. I am very upset by this episode in general. I will not, I will save my hot takes once more. So, well, the mom and Jansu have a conversation. And Jansu is like clearly very upset, I assume, because she slept with Ozan. I she also has this whole row with her mom about how her parents are very convenient about when they say that she's a part of the family and when they say she's not, which I did not understand in that context. Um, specifically, did the mom say anything about her? Yeah, the mom The mom said, there are things you don't know. Like I, I wrote this down um, as a translation. There are things you don't know about to Jansu. Mm-hmm. These are, or, and then she says family matters. So that implies that you don't know about it because their family matters therefore you're not part of the family yeah it was definitely not that clear because I was like is she feeling uh, upset about something the mother said before in this episode or like at another point in time yeah it wasn't clear it wasn't that clear in the English translation oh okay yeah it was the, it was the however they translated the family matters bit must have been not that phrase yeah exactly yeah it was like Oh yeah. yes, this is like yeah. family yeah. information, but the it wasn't clear it was that it wasn't like, like oh, you wouldn't know of her. You know what I mean? You're not part of this family, which is like a horrible thing to say. Yeah, that is really horrible. Also, she looks very similar to the. I feel like Jansu looks more like them than Ati. Anyway, so they're digging with this um, bulldozer thingy, and then the digging thing breaks off. Clearly, I don't know any terminology relating to bulldozers. Yeah, I think it's like a drill, right? It's like a drill. That's what it. Yeah, that that, that word also escaped my mind. But <laughs> anyway, so they're all like watching, and then the drill bit breaks, and they say like it's going to be a long time before we can get another drill thing. So they, the Serda is like, no, we must get her. Um. So the guy's like, well, there's another faster option, but it's very dangerous. Um, we can get a drill. I'm not a drill explosives, which obviously, I mean, everyone's like, okay, but it's not that good of an idea because as, um, Erhan has been trying to like figure out and has been, has said several times, there's like a tunnel network. And if there's a giant explosion, all the tunnels could collapse and that could just make Atie be trapped forever and ever underground which makes no sense because Serdar also needs her alive so I don't understand why he would do something that could potentially kill her so Erhan is outraged about this and trying to get them to stop and so like this is his push to flee um the like the tent where he is imprisoned so Atiyah keeps in her search and she's like in this cave and um they're about they're like they start putting all the explosives together and so Atiye sees this vision of her mom when she was young and there's baby Atiye in her crib and she's just like chilling there and the mom is like singing her all these songs. 
um, weird, but like it will be explained why it's weird in the future, like further on. I mean, she called her baby daughter a curse from God. That was pretty bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did you catch that sammy no they did not translate that they, they, she said like oh you suck you were you don't go to sleep i hate you goodbye but like it wasn't that no, bad she said she, she called her like a curse or a punishment from god Holy that's like crap. she literally said that that's rough yeah yeah i mean i remember i was like okay maybe that's just a nursery song Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's just like a yeah, that's a little Yeah, it just says sleep, goddamn it, um, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say Okay, so the, okay, so the goddamn it is probably like how they tone down all the jizas, which is like, yeah, punishment from God. <laughs> yeah, that get, so gets the point across I, a little more clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Netflix I'm really uh disappointed in Netflix because they've got like a whole okay this is from like 2000 late 2019 but they had they had a turkey office and presence like they should have solid translators available like these people aren't using Google Translate um so come on Netflix yeah I mean it happens on other language shows that I've watched previously like like the Spanish subtitles and stuff but this is like, I mean, those two points, I feel like they're pretty important things that you can't really understand. Yeah, it kind of changes the meaning, not just like an awkward phrasing. So then like everything goes dark and Ati and like Ati is again in another place in the cave and the parents are like super upset. Um, Zainab, it, I mean, not Zainab, Jansu, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jansu is very, very upset. She keeps crying and crying. And she finds um, Ozan and she tells him, like, I'm going to tell my sister everything. Like, she might die. And, like, I really care about her. And I can't keep the secret from her. And you suck. And the guy's like, don't you dare tell her. Whatever. Being a typical guy, I guess. Thinking that he can just, like, move on after that and, like, pretend that it didn't happen, I guess. And he, like, really threatened her, too. Not just like, oh, don't tell her. He like really was like, I will fuck you up if you tell her. Oh God, I really dislike this character. And so in the meantime, our friend Erhan manages to escape the tent prison, um, which of course was high security. <laughs> um, but he's like hiding out and he hears this conversation and he's getting closer and closer to them. So he's hearing more and more of the conversation. Which, of course, is going to get to become a thing after. And then he just creeps up behind Jansu and, like, covers her mouth so she doesn't scream and takes her away so they can figure out the tunnel thing. Um, and then Jansu, eh, Jansu, Ati is in the cave, um, just, like, freaking out, like, having some cave moments, as one does. Um, and in the meantime, <laughs> were you going to say something, Sammy? Sorry. No, I just, uh, I like cave moments. I, I don't think I've ever had a cave moment. Hashtag cave moments. I don't want to have ever a cave moment. As <laughs> Oh, <laughs> God. Don't get me started. What a fucked up individual. We should not be uh, <laughs> reading his works. Maybe this is an homage. Who knows? 
Uh, oh, stuff is fucked up on the show <laughs> yeah. because Plato. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> okay, so Jansu and Erhan get to digging. Um, and basically, like, they find out that the constellation Sirius was considered to be a gate between, like, this world and the next world into heaven. He built his grave under the star, under the constellation Sirius. So that's how they start digging in one of these tunnels. But everyone's like super into the explosives, um, except the parents, like Atia's parents are really, really concerned that she's going to die in this process. Atia is again in the cave, really out of it. And she finds some water. So she's able to like drink some cave water, (laughs) cave wall water, I guess, which does not look very good. <laughs> that water is probably not drinkable and probably really salty, I feel like. Yeah. But also, was any of it real? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a very, very good question that I asked myself throughout this episode. Yeah. So, oh, also, Jansu calls out Erhan and is like, How do you even know my sister? You've known her for two days, you don't know anything about her like stop caring so much about her kind of thing or like stop I don't know yeah it's kind of like stop caring like why do you care so much about her if you barely know her pretty, like also pretty low bar we have for her friends and family I know I know <laughs> well even her spiritual guide from another millennium was a gaslighter or blamed her for things that had happened to her which we can get into at length. Which in her I think Sophia's a little bit yes. upset about. I'm, I don't know, Sammy. Just a little bit, yeah. I think, maybe. <laughs> oh, God, yes. I also hated her fake red hair. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, it was really orangey. That's not what natural red hair looks like, but that's a topic for another podcast another day. <laughs> so Atiye is in the cave again and she's she sees another scene where um she's pretty drunk and Ozan is like don't drink anymore or you won't remember anything and I want you to remember our first time or something and then hard twist hard twist um he like throws her well he helps her take take off her shoes and then he like overpowers her um or like goes on top of her I guess overpowers her might be a really um intense word but that's what he does anyway and he goes on top of her and she's like go slow please I like like I'm not sure if I want to do this kind of thing like she voices that she doesn't want to have sex with him right now in the way that he wants to have sex with her um and again trigger warning um he does have sex with her kind of against her will well or definitely against her will and against what she's telling him that she doesn't want to have sex with him and he like she continues to say please like please no you're hurting me this is this is painful i don't want this um until she basically like okay i'm gonna assume like she goes limp she kind of like just freezes and waits until it's over with and the guy is like really enjoying it with which just makes it kind of all the more disturbing ati is very upset and this spiritual guide is telling her like 
you see, like, if you don't love yourself, like, how can anyone else love you? Or, like, how can you love anyone okay, else? Which... But she's saying that about Ozan, not about Atia. She's saying that oh. how can anyone who doesn't love themselves, talking about Ozan, possibly show love for you? Or oh. Anyone? Oh. I did not get that. Like, as in, like, he's shit, like, don't like he's mm. like he's not the one free i did not get yeah. that at all i think the subtitles really let us down. the subtitles failed us whoever's the sub subtitler <laughs> substitute subtitler really messed up <laughs> dying to find out what you were so mad about because i was like i think i'm pretty woke about these things but maybe i missed something but no she was she was saying that it was on shit uh-huh. yeah okay Okay, now I can be more more calm. She has the best hair that Sophia's ever seen, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> love the outfit, love the like fake, you know, ghost vibe. We love it. <laughs> love it. Only a ghost hair could be that straight, also. Yeah, true. Um so the this spiritual guide woman tells Atiye what Esgi just clarified. And basically, she tells Atiye, like, remember how you were feeling. You kind of made yourself forget that this this had happened. And you're not being true to yourself by not remembering this. Like, you you let this slide, and this is not nice. This is not nice behavior at all. Um, and also, she doesn't know. At this moment, I thought that she, that she was going to see John Su and Ozan sleeping together. I thought she was going to have that foreshadowing. But this was definitely worse. Um, this makes him more of a piece of shit. And so Erhan and John Su continue to dig. They don't find anything. And we go back to the cave. Atiye has yet another vision of when she was a child and she saw her little sister and they're like struggling over a toy, which I feel like is a very typical thing to happen with a sibling. And um, she tells her dad that uh, Jansu is breaking her toys. And she kind of says that she like wishes she was, she were like Jansu were dead and all these horrible things. And the, and she tells the spiritual guide, like, I was just a kid, like, like, I, I don't want to relive that. Like, I feel really crappy about something that I said when I was, like, four years old, which I agree. But then the, the guide's like, no, you're not looking into your truth enough or something. And she's like, yeah, I like, she starts, she breaks down and says that she felt that them adopting Jansu was a way of saying that she wasn't enough for them. Which, God, I mean, I, I just feel... Please, I don't ever want to go to therapy like that. (laughs) (laughs) So then it's dawn. So it's time for the explosives to go off. And everyone's like ready for the explosives to go off. In the meantime, Atiye wandered into the cave. um, No, sorry, into the grave. She finds there's two sarcophagi. um, And Zuhre is there. And then she's lying on the ground again. And then... Um, the explosion goes off and t- and everything rumbles and like it seems like a pile of rubble fell on her but apparently not and then she sees Zuhre by the sarcophagi and Zuhre's like she oh 
Atia thinks she's dead. And so is like, no, now you're like in a higher, like you found yourself or something, something existential. And she gives her the necklace that has like the universe on the inside. Well, it's, I mean, I guess it's a constellation, but it looks like a galaxy thingy. Looks like a swirly thing. And then, and she just like emerges from the, from the mountain somehow. And she's like very upset, of course, because that was very traumatic to say the least. Um, so she goes to her family. She like, Erhan's like, oh, I'm so glad you're okay. Like what's next? And she shows him the necklace. Um, and he's like, yeah, they wouldn't let me see you. And she thanks him because he was the only person that like actually believed her and like helped her understand what was going on. And then they leave in their convoy and that's the end of the episode. Yes, so Sophia clearly has very neutral feelings about the episode, so there's probably not much to talk about. Oh, I have more neutral feelings because Esgi cleared that up, which was what was making me really angry. Yeah, yeah. No, that was really bad. 100% would have been as incensed as Sophia. Um, but I was thinking, like, maybe, oh, maybe it was just, like, the fact that sexual assault was depicted, because I know there's <laughs> there's a very valid school of thought that they it just shouldn't be, you know, at this point, like there's no reason to traumatize when, women when so many women are victims. Yeah. Um, but it was just that this ghost lady was, yeah. <laughs> Wait, we have to do the transition, guys. Okay, all right, Sammy, all right. <laughs> One thing I, I Oh. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna move on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section where we can talk about all of the questions and emotions that Sophia raised in the summary section. So like, wasn't that a really big search mission just for Atiyah to be lost? Yeah, it was. And also like, they just blew up a, like, literally world historical site for no reason with no like uh, permitting required that's a big wtf that just needs to be said before the wtf section (laughs) it needed to be previewed for the wtf section well the funny thing is that they even talk about it like erhan tells the police guy like people are gonna hate hate you because ati is gonna die and you blew up a historical site and he was right. Well, yeah. Fortunately, no one died, though. Yes, fortunately. Um, so I'm, I am very baffled by Ozan's reaction in this episode. He, like, really wants to see um, Atiye, but, like, it, should, <laughs> could, shouldn't he feel, like, guilty <laughs> or, like, worried about seeing her? Yeah, it's very weird, and I'm having trouble figuring out what is the plot and what is like the actor is just like 
comes across mm-hmm. too nice and maybe too charismatic for the role that he's supposed to be playing because it was like yeah. so surprising when they showed the sexual assault and I feel like either he could have acted a little bit more shady or they could have cast someone who's a little bit less likable something because it was just very abrupt I felt like and also like as you know Sophia and I last episode even after he slept with John Sue we were like "Eh, (laughs) that's okay (laughs) you know so clearly they just cast well they also make us make us feel sorry about him because the dad is such a crappy dad so funny yeah rich boy roles like that's why like when i saw him on the show i was like oh of course he's gonna suck because it's this guy um he like always (laughs) plays the same not not like not like always a rapist or like you know whatever else uh this Mm -hmm. character is gonna end up being but um you know uh he's always just like unpleasant and unlikable um and and always rich from what i've seen except for one netflix movie where it was just him and Mm. and and another actor a woman on a train i forget what it's (laughs) called but they were it was just like a really cute like sweet love you know love story movie and i was like i was expecting him to do something shitty like the entire time and he was just like very nice I was like, wow, I, did, I was not expecting. I didn't know you had it in you. I thought you were just a bad person in real life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe so like maybe myself and like Turkish viewers who watch other. That's really funny. Turkish, it wasn't as off-putting, but I could definitely see it. Like objectively looking at his behavior up till this point, up till before this episode, um, there wasn't any red flags. Other than, like, I mean, being unfaithful was like pretty shitty, but like, yeah. Yeah. That was bad. And like but. with her sister is pretty crappy. Yeah, I we we left our, our discussion in the mid uh, our discussion about um the sexual assault in this episode in the middle. Um because we did it out of order. Yeah, I mean I just <sighs> I don't understand um why the sexual assault was a necessary part of the story and this came up a lot on game of thrones like it just Mm -hmm. wasn't necessary to propel the plot whereas like in a show like fatma it's like a very important part of the plot here like it was very clear that she wasn't in love with him he wasn't like right for her for her lifestyle why did we it need to be like about rape like it could have just been why are you settling for this guy when you're clearly meant for extraordinary things yeah that's that's the very good point um if there is one thing that i would rescue from the scene which i mean again as we've discussed i think i mean there's a whole debate about depicting sexual assault and i i mean i understand that they have to show it because like if they just talked about it it wouldn't have the same impact i guess um and yeah, it's pretty. It, it's a pretty awful depiction, but I I like that they show that she freezes up because um there was a a court case in Spain where like these like ten guys like gang rape. She just like froze up, which happens very common, like very usually to people who are sexually assault assaulted. Um, so that's the one thing I would rescue, I guess. But like the other, I don't know. I I agree with this it's like debatable whether they should have included that I don't know 
and with you, Sammy, who said that like it's not really that big of a plot point. I mean, I think honestly, this episode is a little bit about exploiting her trauma um, for plot reasons, which <laughs> um, is really dark, if you ask me. But also, like, didn't she find herself when she quit the wedding and ran away to solve the mystery? Like, did she really need I think to it be just lost needed in to a be cave like for something, five minutes or whatever? Like, this is clearly a life-altering experience that she just had. Like, her grandma died, and now it's uh, and some and something had to happen for her to understand that she's not yeah. just your average painter living in a very nice apartment in Istanbul. She's got like some other responsibilities that are starting to be uh, teased <laughs> i don't know I, I i can you really self-discover in 45 minutes in a cave no but they 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 tried to make it happen <laughs> <laughs> i mean also like why did it have to be so traumatic like it could have been bad but less traumatic you know like it didn't have to be sexual assault it could have just been the guy being an asshole or something yeah yeah him just like not being right for her and not being committed to her it could have been the sleeping with her sister thing i know that's that's exactly what i just thought i am a little bit confused by the whole uh set up thing in this episode like and this could have been another translation thing but it seemed to me like she didn't want atia she's always hated atia and when she was talking to her husband about it, he was like, oh, well, when she comes out, you can like have a heart to heart. But it didn't seem to me like Serap had any change of heart when it came to that. It was just like, yeah, I don't like her. No, but She's I think it's more that she thought that Atia was like her mother or something. Like she thought that there was something mystical or magical yeah, because she like wouldn't cry and stuff as a baby like she would do like non-baby things that immediately made set up think of her not normal upbringing but do you think that she's like now decided that atia is fine and she loves her and she's gonna hug her more i didn't get that impression i think she was more likely to be that way before grandma showed up but I, i don't i don't think she feels that way anymore I think she's back to being freaked out about her yeah, potential magic or whatever was going on here. Which is why it's funny that Jansu feels insecure because really she's the favorite also, daughter. Also, rant in the last episode about what the fucks was like, why are you complaining about like all these good things in your life, like being the most beloved child? <laughs> <laughs> but I think for sure the mom was also reacting because a her mother just died so like when another family member dies i guess you appreciate the ones that you have more and then also the prospect of atia dying in the cave like makes her realize that she does care about her i guess i'm not convinced when uh ozan and sardar are talking about needing atia are they like atia vampires or something like what's going on here I think the dad needs Atiya to lead him to like mm. some sort of treasure or money or something that he can sell. Yeah, maybe, maybe. or maybe some like this guy. artifact that will prolong his immortal life. And he's an immortal. He, he's definitely got immortal vibes. <laughs> he's got really hard immortal vibes, strong immortal vibes. 
yeah, I, I don't know what his deal is, um, but I think he's definitely trying to make some sort of profit. He seems like an international crime lord, is my... Yeah, he was like, kept talking in different languages for no reason. <laughs> it's like, these people all definitely speak English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has all these international people at the wedding, remember? And also, he has yeah. enough pull to bomb a UNESCO World Heritage Site, so clearly he's important. Damn, get you a husband who can bomb UNESCO World Heritage I'm kidding, don't. <laughs> Is that a qualification? <laughs> sweet. Just kidding. He's so creepy. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um okay, so I have a question about the cave. Was everything in the cave like a vision and nothing was real? Like cuz there's this weird like ladder thing and then she's like in a really confined but space. She's, she's, and then she's, like, like everything falls IRL. on her and then she's um, at the sarcophagi so and then she, she get stuff is under her. some rocks. For sure. But she might have just been rolling around in dirt, I guess, the whole time. <laughs> I mean, she did like emerge like a dirt baby from the top of the mountain. So that was so weird. That was very like orcs. God, that or was no, so were they Urukai, the ones that Saruman made? From what? <laughs> in Lord oh. of the Rings. I, the the um urukai are first dirty for me i see no lord of the rings idk <laughs> so like a golem i guess yeah the golems are made of yeah clay, similar yes. idea so this is my conjecture i think that she was always in the same place of the cave but the cave needed her to have this introspection mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. trauma um for her to be released from the cave so that's that's my conjecture that everything was fake, but she was going through like until she went through this journey, yeah. the cave wouldn't like expel yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, what do you think it means when she she gets out and she's like, "Oh, Erhan, now I know who I am." Does she know something that we don't, or she's just like she's just gonna go like slap self aware now. I don't know. I feel like probably what she knows is that she's not going to let people step all over mm-hmm. her anymore. That's the only thing that I could conclude mm-hmm. from that. And that she's not going to feel less than, I guess. Because, like, what could you conclude from the sister thing? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I do feel like this episode showed us that John Sue is good at heart and has her sister's best interests at yeah. heart. Because she even said, like, I'll never forgive you mother for convincing her that she had schizophrenia. Yeah, for sure. But then why does she sleep with, with this guy? You know, everybody makes bad decisions sometimes. Really bad one. (laughs) It was was really bad. She she regretted it like immediately and severely. Yeah. And she was super dumb to tell Ozan. That's a big, what the fuck? Like don't like make that announcement, but yeah, why does yeah. he need to know? This is about exactly. you and your sister. I also feel like Ati is going to be super chill about it. Be like, yeah, I already knew he was trash. I, I, I feel like moment. she should be freaked out. Hashtag cave moment, like, I knew. I learned. Cave moment. <laughs> I mean, I feel like um, she'll feel a little betrayed and stuff, but like they're doing this whole thing like mystical thing she's above good and evil like she's like she knows things you know <laughs> kind of thing 
Uh, speaking of which, we got our first like alternate reality kind of hints with the locket oh, yeah. and the two universes or something. Oh, at least that's what I took that's away from right. it. I just thought it was like, I don't know. Hmm. So that's the gate to the other world, right? I yeah. think that's what I understood from it was like, there's like, cause she was like every something, every choice leads us down a different path. There's some, I don't know. There was something that was like, mm, there might be multiple realities happening here. Tree section about, um, what was it? Parallel universes or parallel mm-hmm. timelines? No, it was about it was time, time, time travel. travel. Yeah, that was a confusing one. My brain almost broke doing the research for that one. Um, do we have anything else to talk about in this section? Oh, I I mean, this might be a WDF, but like, who's running out of there is obviously a corporation while he's doing this. Like, how is he just like <laughs> able to be out there? Whatever. <laughs> One, one of his goons. Yeah, well, he killed. He killed one of he his heavies. But also, like, who's left? <laughs> I feel like this is probably the business model of his corporation. Like, Ati is going to make him money, so it's like a clear priority. Maybe, and maybe he like um, blows up World Heritage sites just enough that UNESCO strips them of their title, and no one goes there anymore. Like, I don't know, like normal people don't go there anymore, but then he builds like an apartment <laughs> complex like on the UNESCO World Heritage Site and he's like, live in history. <laughs> oh Literally the most evil thing I could possibly think of. <laughs> That's you, you know, with these, these, I don't know if y'all have heard about these wildfires happening like literally all over Turkey right now. Like there's a hundred separate fires that are in all regions of the country. Um, wow. And there are a very large number of people who think that and I'm kind of with them at least in some of the regions like I wouldn't say that all 112 were started by construction companies that would be absurd but there are theories that uh, like in some of the you know in the southwest or the or the uh, Aegean coast like the really nice places like Bodrum and stuff is all on fire and it was evacuated um that uh some of them might have been like sabotage started by contractors to like because they the government just announced like a classic midnight announcement that uh you know in, in areas affected by natural disasters like they would be awarding con and you know very nice pieces of real estate are on fire so it's very it's very wow. sus um this timing wow. very yeah suspicious. which is like you would never like it, it, there are very few countries where you would consider that the government would be in cahoots with big business to cause natural disasters to make money but here we are like i hope it's all just a conspiracy theory and this is just like climate change or whatever but there's so like the fact that people can even go down that rabbit hole is is a bad sign so (laughs) yeah definitely but yeah, I think I'm good. I just really want to know about his fake corporation and what he claims to make money off of. <laughs> <laughs> like, agree, but I, I still think it's, oh, it's no, related for sure, to for sure like somehow. his ulterior motives have something to do with that. But like, I'm curious as to what those journalists at the wedding think he, like, what do they think he does? Like, what do you yeah. think his job is? He has yeah. His front, but like, they haven't even bothered to tell us that. He's just yeah. like rich and sketchy. I think yeah. we'll definitely find out more about him. Like yeah. I'm not, I think his, 
his sketchy corporation is going to be definitely the bad guy going forward. Yeah. But I feel like him being there, like his whole thing is he's trying to show that he has like a loving family and he loves his, his son and, and his sons to his son's wife to be. Cause that's the whole thing he does with the right. press conference and stuff. So I think if they ask him like, what the fuck were you in Nemrut? Like, well, actually, he said that the bride was feeling unwell. So, yeah, he doesn't have a way to say why he's in <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a tough story to sell. All right, so now we're going to move on into our history section. Today, we are talking about Sirius, which is a star that was mentioned um, as part of Erhan's attempt to find Atie while she was having her cave moments. I did some research. I didn't know anything about it, and I thought this was super fascinating topic, so I'm excited to do the history section on it. So I can start. <laughs> so, Lead the way, so Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky. It is twice as bright as the next brightest star. Um, and it will remain the brightest star in our night sky for the next 210,000 years. So don't worry about that changing anytime soon. It is a binary star, which people did not know for a long time, but there's actually two. Um, one is twice the size of our sun. And that's Sirius A. And then there's a white dwarf that's Sirius B, which is much smaller, but used to be much more massive. The system is between 200 and 300 million years old. And it's known colloquially as the dog star. And that's because it's the brightest star in the constellation Canis Major, um, also known as the great dog. And it was known as a dog in many, many cultures across the world that did not have contact with each other, although it was also um, part of a bird and part of a bow and arrow in some places. It is unusual because it has such a constant um, cycle of movement. So its period is exactly 365 and a quarter days, which is the same as our solar year. So um, that's why it became really important for the calendars of ancient cultures. Um, so for example, it uh, always rises in Cairo on the 19th of July, which is exactly when the Nile used to flood every year, which was like probably the most important um, natural occurrence in ancient Egypt allowed them to farm and become wealthy. And so it was worshipped, Sirius, the star was worshipped as the goddess Subdet and guaranteed the fertility of their land. Uh, in ancient Greece, they actually hated Sirius because it heralded the start of the hot and dry summer and it caused plants to wilt, men to weaken, and women to become aroused. <laughs> the dog days of summer is uh, what I'm Exactly. Reading. That's when the dog days of summer Ooh. came from, uh, which is super cool. And anyone suffering from its effects was said to be starstruck. So that's the origin of that phrase, as well as the dog days. Let's see. Coins retrieved from uh, an island in the Aegean showed dogs or stars with like rays coming out, um, which highlighted Sirius's importance. And the Romans celebrated um, the setting of Sirius on the 25th of April, um, with a big party, as you know, Romans do. That's how they do. 
the Polynesians used it for navigation and it marked the onset of winter for the Maori people because um, it obviously was opposite from where it was in Greece. And it was celebrated with a winter solstice celebration in Hawaii and in a lot of the Polynesian islands. Homer mentions it in the Iliad. Uh, let's see. Because, you know, the, oh, and the Romans associated it um, because it came in the summer and then it was also a dog. And so they would see the dogs panting in the summer. And so Sirius was associated with rabies. Mm. So in the Iliad, so uh, he says, Sirius rises late in the dark liquid sky on summer nights, star of stars, Orion's dog, they call it, brightest of all, but an evil portent bringing heat and fevers to suffering humanity. Wait, is this why Sirius is, um, what was the name of the thing in Harry Sirius Potter? Black? Like he, is that why he turns yeah. into yeah. a dog? Yep. Oh, and let's see, in Iranian mythology, uh, especially Persian and Zorio, Zoroastrianism, Sirius is worshipped as a rainmaker divinity called Tishtria. That's all my fun facts. I thought they were very fun. Yeah, the dog days <laughs> in uh, Starstruck. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And that it um, was how the ancient Egyptians knew when the Nile was going to mm. flood. It's like crazy. Well, I... I have a, I have a one fun one fun fact to add to that. Um, other than okay. that, Sirius XM is named after Sirius, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's also one of the twenty-seven stars on the Brazilian flag, and it rep- each of the stars represents a state. So Sirius represents the state of Mato Grosso, which is uh, the third largest in area. I don't think it's got any big. Well, there are big cities, but not like Sao Paulo or Rio or any of those cities that uh, most of the world would, would know about. Um, so but anyway, interesting that uh, it literally, I think you've mentioned almost every continent here. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and there was a lot that I skipped yeah. over, but basically every ancient culture had uh, association with the star, whether good mm-hmm. or bad. Um, but it was important to everybody. Okay, this is pretty funny. This is from Wikipedia. Astronomer Noah Brosh has speculated that the name of the character Sirius Black from the Harry Potter stories, who has the unique ability to transform into a black dog, might have been inspired by Sirius. What? Like, you, you had to speculate? I mean, so like, on the nose. Like, nothing could be more obvious. That's, like, the most ridiculous thing. Just ask JK yeah. about it. Like, what are you doing? Like, speculating. Yeah, also just, like, oh, well. And blocks. also, it's not um, really, it's not like all of the House of Black are named after constellation stars and Sirius's father is Orion yeah. so it's pretty uh, pretty pretty clear <laughs> pretty clear yes <laughs> it is Bellatrix constellation too that's a good question she's like she's like I don't know cousin no one likes her <laughs> she's the daughter yeah. of Cygnus yeah which is a definitely kind bluish white Bellatrix is the third brightest star in the easy to recognize constellation Orion the uh. hunter who knew? Sophia should have known. She took an astronomy class Ooh. in college. <laughs> well, I knew what a what a red dwarf. White dwarf. No, what, what was it? Oh. I, I knew those red giants. There's a, there's red a, giants. Yeah, dwarf. it used to be a red giant. Now it's a white there's dwarf. There's a controversy yeah. apparently about the color of. There is a big controversy. Like going back to Ptolemy. Yep. 
Ptolemy thought it was red. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought it was like white versus blue. I didn't know that red was also a candidate here. Okay. Yeah, Ptolemy thought it was, a lot of ancient people thought it was red. So like, apparently people think now that it maybe changed color. Or like they were all malnourished probably. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it can change color, can't yeah. it? Because like of the way that light travels and the size of the star. Yeah. And the because that also means the the elements within the star because like if it's if it's a, a younger star then it's gonna have less heavy elements in it and if it's an older star it's gonna have much heavier elements in it and then each element has a different color like I don't know if you did those experiments in like your chemistry class where like you would see the lines for the different elements of color I don't know if you remember oh that. sounds I mean, great apparently as it's uh i guess rising and setting like near the horizon um it flashes you can still see it flash between the different colors i think that's just like the atmosphere probably would be my guess at that point that's yeah. cool but, so it's like a disco show that's right. star that's right see people you don't need to look at your phones except to listen to this podcast you can enjoy the night sky <laughs> Well, you don't even have to right. look at the, at the at you and then watch Sirius. Aw. <laughs> yep. Recommend. Highly recommend. Okay, so now we are going to go into our final and favorite section, which is what the fuck, Sultan of Success, and Fatma's hit list. Uh, quite a few what the fucks here. I'm sure you guys have them as well. Yeah. Um, my first one, uh, you know, I don't have any expertise on search and rescue, but I did follow the recent Miami condo collapse quite closely and learned some stuff. And I'm pretty sure that having a helicopter and a bunch of dudes shouting is not the way to hear somebody underground. Just a thought. Um, also I have what the fuck with the, they hand the dog a piece of her clothing, but they have like six people touch it <laughs> before it gets to the dog. <laughs> and I feel like that really defeats the point. The dog knows which, which one, um, to which sense to eliminate, obviously. Sammy. Right. He'll be like, hey, he's right here, right. morons. Oh <laughs> what the fuck, Sardar wearing a three-piece suit on a search and rescue mission and like ass o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, flashlight we've mentioned, very confusing, not sure. But, and she could just be using her phone. That would be more believable to me. And then what the fuck. Uh, when she comes out, she's all like self-satisfied and like she knows herself and shit and no one's there to like be like, hey, miss, like you just caused us to destroy an ancient relic and use like hundreds of men for hours. Who's paying for this? You suck. Don't get lost. I feel like she should have gotten a lecture from like a park ranger or something, you know? Except not these park rangers because they were all chill with the park being blown up. <laughs> Yeah, they might have been Serdar's private army. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I would I would probably say that they're the latter, because remember that they wouldn't let they wouldn't let Atiye into the archaeological site on the first episode, right? Remember, because it's so precious, it had to be protected. 
But see, like, ne- guys, never been found. It's just been sitting there. People have seen. If you really wanted to see, you would have seen it by now. So who really cares? <laughs> That's the logic. I'm not on. Uh, what I'm are you guys? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> man, I have a lot. Okay, so first one that hasn't been said, WTF to that bee that was just alive in the depths of the cave and tunnel system. Like in the, in the you know, y'all remember that? There's like, there was the a bee? bee that was just buzzing her. Like, yeah. yeah. Bee? No, like, I that, did not catch that that scene at all. where like the ladder appears, like just before she sees it, there's like a bee mm-hmm. and then she like looks up at the bee and then there's like a ladder and like, clearly some kind of a hallucination because that would not be alive down there by itself there would not be just <laughs> one of it first of all um so i don't know what that was a symbol for but it was dumb um and then uh set up calling her infant child a curse from god that was pretty uh that's pretty bad. bad yeah um jamsu telling ozan her intention to share very damaging information <laughs> with her sister um yep don't, don't do that yeah. he's sketchy his dad's he's yep, sketchier exactly. he really wanted that wedding to happen so yeah i would tread cautiously there i mean with the sad um oh adhan being like i think this might have been mentioned already but adhan saying something to the effect of if i know anything about atien she definitely got into that tunnel like what <laughs> how do you know that about her you've been here for five minutes and how would you She's spunky. Yeah. He yeah. knows. Spelunky. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what her sister yeah, gets angry about. Like, dude, also, how would you know that about anyone? Like, unless I was friends with a spelunker who, like, actively jumped into caves, I would not say that about anyone being like, oh, well, that's such a Sammy thing, <laughs> just, like, wander into that cave. Definitely not a Sophia thing. <laughs> Sophia doesn't fuck with uh, the underground. If it was like, oh, someone tripped and fell into this cave, I'd be like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, and then my last one is uh, Atia looking at the sarcophagi even after she had her coffin encounter. I would not look at anything that holds dead oh, bodies. Oh, good yeah, point. After that. But she was just like, oh, let me look at these up close. <laughs> So, what an episode. Oh, God. Yeah. What an episode indeed. Um, I think you've, you guys have said most of mine. I will reiterate again, like, using trauma for plot reasons is a big what the fuck for me. Um, there could have been less traumatic events shown um, during the, the episode in order to make her, you know, get to know herself or whatever. I think... Like, the level of, like, attempting against Atia's mental health, like, showing her dead in a coffin like a zombie, showing her getting sexually assaulted by her boyfriend. Like, these things are beyond, you know, It could have just been, like, acceptable. him not showing up for dinner and then being rude. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, I need to break up with him. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't have to be anything near It's that almost level. like saying all, all their behavior is okay, but, oh, he raped you, so you better, like, that's when you know that he's bad news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also, um, the mo- so at the end of the episode, Atia's mom's face is full of dirt. 
for huh. no reason. Maybe somebody shoved her face into the dirt. She deserves it. <laughs> or maybe she hugged Ati and it rubbed Doubtful. Off I think but, it's more likely that yeah. someone shoved her face into the dirt than that she actually hugged her daughter. <laughs> Not anymore, though. Not anymore. I feel like now she cares about her more. But that might we'll be see. a false Um, And then, okay, we've talked about how like we need to suspend the disbelief because this is a pre- pretty crazy show. But like that whole scene with her like rising from the <laughs> stand, like it was just like too much, too much drama. It's I mean it it's raises a whole different level of magic that like she has there's like physical yeah. effects happening to the world rather than her just being like transmitted information. It to went, her mind. the show went from zero to like two hundred in one episode yeah yeah you got a sense of something supernatural but this one was like yep we are definitely fully in that realm and sorry you didn't see coming losers (laughs) (laughs) for sure any others all right now we've got uh fatma's hit list um going ozan for this one mixing it up from our usual sardar but it's definitely ozan this week Sultan of Success. I kind of want to put Jansu out there. I feel like she showed like genuine love for her sister. She was genuinely helpful in the rescue mm-hmm. attempt. And she told her mom off for being a horrific bitch. <laughs> so my vote is Jansu. I can get behind that. I think it's questionable given that she slept with That Ozan. was so last episode. That was so long ago. <laughs> It was like last Let's night. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> fine. Fine. I mean, I do commend the show for at least giving her mom some character development, which I thought was mm-hmm. nice. Um, but yeah, we can go with Jones. I mean, Erhan did good stuff too. He just cause was very minor character in this episode. I feel but like. he knows um yeah. Atia so well. So like just for knowing, just so, so much knowing well. deserves a prize. He was yeah, right. But she was in the tunnels. It's so funny that the sister gets so angry at that. Like, why is she so it's angry? It's like a pretty dumb thing to say. And emotions are emotions yeah. are running high for sure. When her <laughs> sister's been missing and like he's just this random dude. Yeah. He like took like basically drove her off from her wedding. Like it's just like all like very WTF things that happened around him. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I will take that. All right. Well, thank you all so much oh, for can listening. I add, yeah, oh, one, more, you want... one more hit. Yeah. I wouldn't say like hit as in kill, but just like severely reprimand uh, translator of the subtitles. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. That's don't a want good one. Oh, yeah. Ill, uh, you know, events in your life, but just like, please do a better job. <laughs> please do yeah. a better job. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that that's a good just... one. <laughs> It was a lot. I feel like the meaning of so many things was almost lost to us. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Congratulations to our Sultan of Success, John Sue. We wish good things for you in the future, including not continuing your relationship with Ozan. We wish terrible things for Ozan in the future. Um, and we ask that the translator please do a better job next time. 
Thank you all again for listening. And we will talk to you guys next time where we'll be talking about Atier episode six.